I was just doing stupid videos, trying to make myself famous. I was trying to be famous. That's what I was chasing. I wanted a clout. I wanted money. I wanted to be able to make millions of dollars through YouTube. I wanted to be a YouTuber. You know, it's kind of funny. The higher you go, the more empty it is. I was like, God, whatever it is that you have to do inside of me to fix me, to get me right with you, do it. I don't care what, what it takes, how much it is. Because I did that, because I was radical and I had faith and I went to God fully for transformation, for, for him to fix me from my sinful ways. God, God worked. He did it. Welcome back, everybody, to the World Changers Podcast. I am your host, Alonzo Malvarez, and I am so and yet still excited that you are journeying with us as we partner with Holy Spirit to transform our communities, our neighbor, our nation, and nations around us. Thank you to literally every listener around the world who um, is really just being intentional in their pursuit to love God and love their neighbor. This episode is going to be bananas. I'm really, really excited to have uh, an incredible man of God. You guys know that we have many, many guests that have graced us. And on today's episode, we're going to kind of shift our sphere of influence, our harvest field, if you will. And we're going to kind of dive into the area of media, specifically social media, and using that harvest field as, as a prime area to bring forth the love of God, the gospel, and the good news to others. Anyway, I'm not trying to talk all episode long because I need this guy to talk because he is such a blessing to us and, and so many people. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you Angel Queso. Angel, how you doing, man? Man, it was good, man. Um, just glad to be here, and I can't wait to see what God is going to do through this. How's your new year been so far, man? Man, it's been good. Um, refreshing. I'm excited. Um, I'm actually doing a 21 days prayer and fasting. Mm. So just to start off the year, uh, I decided to just put aside things that were hindering me from uh, uh, spending quality time with God and just kind of going all out, seeking Him first in, this be in the beginning of the year. And man, I just can't wait to see what God is going to do this year. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. All right. All right. So before, before we dive in, I got to, I got to, uh, I got to break the ice with something. I got a question for you. Angel had no idea I was going to ask him this question and we're going to put him on the hot spot because I know that this is going to be a question that many people are going to want to know. So we're going to put him on the hot spot. Angel, here's the question I have for you. Adidas right. or Nike? See, that's that's tough. I I'm gonna have to go with Adidas. Um, this mm. Adidas track suits, the the um, oh. the Yeezys. So I, I got to go with Adidas. I love Nike though for sports and for uh, athletic wear, but I'm gonna have to go with Adidas on this one. So is it is it the, so for the athletic side of it? You know, if I'm hearing you correctly, Nike for sure. But if you're talking about fashion now, fashion and style. You're going, you're going to rock some, some, some Adidas, Adidas track. I got to. All right. Is, is it a, is it a complete violation if people mix the two? Yes. <laughs> please, please, don't, please don't ever do that. <laughs> <laughs> that. That's always a debate. You know what I'm saying? If someone decides to wear some Nike slides and an Adidas, you know, with an Adidas track suit or something. I don't... No, I, I can't do that. I can't do that. 
Well, let's get right into it. Angel, go ahead. And for those who have not known who you are, you haven't either probably even pop up on their on, on their for you page. Just go ahead and introduce yourself to everyone. Alright, I'm a it's pretty long, but I'm gonna just keep it simple. Um, go for it, man. So my name is Angel Casada. Uh Queso is a nickname. I was born in uh, Manatee, Puerto Rico, and I lived there for about four years. Uh, I moved a lot um, just because my dad, his job, and um, I moved to the U.S. when I was about four years old. I uh, lived in Midland, Texas for about a year, and then I lived, and then I moved to San Antonio, Texas, and I lived there for about 10 years, so I, I moved a lot. Uh, it was very hard uh, just having to uh, meet new friends, different schools, all of that. I was I was finishing eighth grade and kind of just went downhill. After eighth grade, my dad said he wanted to move to Florida. And, you know, I moved to Florida, to Tampa, Florida. I don't know anyone in the state. So if if uh, if you've ever moved a lot and just always had to be the new kid, um, I definitely feel you. And I went through all of it. And um, it was it was hard for me just losing friends uh being kind of alone mm. and um it was it was very hard it took a toll on my mental health i was depressed man i i kind of got like socially i, I turned into like an intro i was like trapped in a bubble it was probably one of the worst times of my life just because i i literally i don't know what it was but some it was it felt like i was trapped in a bubble and i, I would be I would be too afraid or not even like to speak to people. I didn't know how to speak to people. It was very hard to make friends. Mm-hmm. Um, the good thing though, is that, you know, I always, since a little kid, I always had God with me and um, I stayed close to God, just my parents. Um, I grew up in a, in a Catholic church, you know, I did. And um, my, my mom's Catholic, my dad's uh, Baptist. And I grew up going to both churches. Like I did the confirmation with the Catholic Church and yeah, and all that stuff. And uh, but I was never. I, I hated it. I was bored, and you know, I'm just. I'm just a. I'm a young young kid, and I I I wasn't passionate about um, church and stuff like that. But I always prayed. I always prayed, and I always kept that relationship with God with me. I played basketball. I wanted to be a professional basketball player. That was my dream. Literally the only thing I wanted to do on this earth. That that was it. That was mm-hmm. it. I idolized it. It was basically like, it was an obsession. It, it it did help me a lot. And I made a lot of friends through basketball. And it was kind of like a a door to just meet people. And um, basketball is literally what got me through it. It was kind of like my, uh, my just escape. Yeah. And, um, and um, just because literally just the the whole move it impact I, it was terrible <laughs> i had a i was starting to make uh friends you know it was like oh it's starting to get better i was starting to talk more i mean because I, I was shy man i'm talking about i would miss the the day i had to present because i was too afraid to speak in a in a classroom <laughs> wow. it's crazy yeah. how god changes that <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but um but and it was like yeah and then i remember going into my sophomore year um, I had to change schools again. So <laughs> I was sitting, I was like, wow. So I got, now I got to do this all over again and be the new kid. Wow. And, um, and the good thing though, is that there was two people that I knew. So, um, cause we played basketball together. It was good. I was able to get on the JV team and I played with them and it kind of, you know, it was, it was better than the first experience. At least I knew people there and I was never a popular kid. I got made fun of a lot. I 
man, I've, yeah, I've, I've been made fun of, teased that so many times. Literally, I, I just started praying for friends. I remember mm. moving and I was just, God, praying. You know, I'm just, I'm a kid. I'm not, I, I was lukewarm, but I just prayed and prayed and praying for friends. And um, it's just crazy what God did. And, at, you know, at that age, I, I didn't understand that well. I didn't really, um, I, I didn't know how, how much God actually loved us and um, cares for us, even the little things. Wow. And, um, and I remember I prayed for friends and, and it, you know, it was kind of sophomore year came in, I was able to play basketball, but the thing is I got injured and I kept getting injured. And literally every year before the season started, I would get injured. And so now I'm just going to doctors, this, and I'm just like, I'm working hard. I'm talking about, I idolize this thing. And, um, and I, I just, I did whatever it took and it's, but it didn't, it didn't work out no matter how hard I worked. I didn't get what I wanted. And, you know, I, I kind of like, and then they got to a point where, um, you know, I was starting to play for varsity in the summers and all this. And, but then the coaches, uh, they treated me very bad. Um, I got verbally abused. Um, it, it was it was bad, you know. And and now, you know, back then I used to I was holding a grudge and I I hated I hated my coach. But now, you know, I forgave him and um, you know I realized, you know, he he needed God in his life. Yeah. So it was a uh, I had a bad relationship with the coaches. It was very hard for me. It was it was like it was just me. <laughs> it was yeah. Like, yeah. Even the other, like, my teammates would be like, yo, why? Like, you know, I didn't understand what was going on. I had to make the decision to quit just because I couldn't. It was either, like, quit or transfer to another school. And I and I didn't want to do that because, you know, as I said before, I was just praying for friends. And, like, I went from, like, a kid with no friends to a popular kid in, like, in less than a month. And it was just, you know, it was a, it was a, it was a I was shook. It was something that I wasn't used to, you know. I was able, I was like, oh snap, you know, like I have a lot of friends now, and, and it was crazy because God did it. It was just natural, like I I don't know how it happened, but it was like every week just meeting people, meeting people until like the whole, like the whole city knew. I knew people, like it was insane. I look back now, and it's like God answered all my prayers, like most wow. most of them, the ones that were good for me, and it was just like, because I remember just times, and especially with um not being able to play basketball, the only thing I wanted to do as a kid, then there was a certain point where, you know, I wasn't playing basketball and uh, I just started getting these deep thoughts in my head. Um, It's just about life. Uh, And, you know, I'm like probably 15, 16 years old. And I was literally just going through, I was super depressed. I remember I was was seeing psychologists. Um, I, I was depressed. I just didn't feel like living anymore. Uh, I wasn't, I wasn't never going to, you know, I wasn't suicidal, but I just, I, I lost hope. I just thought it was like, you know, dreams were dead. What's the point of life? And, um, and at that, at that moment, I, I knew my whole life that there was something that God wanted me to do on this earth. I don't, I don't know what it was, but there, it was just like in the back of my head, it was like a small whisper. Hmm. And I'm like 15, 16 years old. And, you know, I, I, I never, I didn't really, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't know God to where I know him now. Yeah. And, and, um, I just started praying 
Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. <laughs> you know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't read the Bible at all. Um, I, I didn't really know the Bible that well, but I knew a couple of verses and stories. And um, I just kind of stood on Jeremiah twenty nine eleven at sixteen, around there, sixteen years old, and it was like, okay, well, God has a plan for my life. Um, I don't know what it is. I don't know how it's going to happen. I started going back. I started going to church uh, by myself. I was, I don't know what happened, but it was just something inside of me that just gave me this desire and to seek God and search for God and my life purpose. And um, that's kind of literally that drive. That's what brought me to where I am today. That's what kept me living and gave me hope and joy was just knowing that God had a plan. We're here on earth for a purpose and we have a purpose. How old, are you, how old were you then? So I was about 16 years old. Okay. And, okay. and you know, I, I don't know the Bible at all. Okay. So <laughs> I didn't know the Bible. I didn't know. And I was just going to church. I started going to these like uh, Wednesday uh, teen nights. I prioritized God and I put him first in my life. The Holy Spirit convicted me a lot at, at a young age. Mm. I knew what I was doing. I was just depressed, so I didn't care. Uh, things got kind of rough. I was desperate. I just needed an answer from God. I remember in my car screaming out to God, and I'm like, where are you? I need an answer. Like, like I don't know what to do with my life anymore. <laughs> it was a, uh, it was, um, just very, it was dark times. And um, there's, there's something in me that I always wanted. I just wanted to make a change in the world. I wanted to make a difference and just help people. That's it. Around that age, when I was 16, 17, I made the, uh, the decision. I made a vow to God. I surrender my life and I'm just going to follow his plan and wow. that I'm not going to, I'm, I'm going to do what you want me to do. And I threw myself in the deep waters. I remember 18 years old. Um, sometimes some of the things I was doing, I didn't know it was bad. I didn't know that drinking was bad. I didn't know that clubbing was bad, partying was bad, trying to fill my fill voids with those things. The whole video stuff where I, I got introduced to it. I was at I was in Orlando, Florida for a basketball showcase. This was like my last shot to play basketball. God was literally like trying to stop me so many times. That same weekend, my friend was in Orlando for it's called Playlist. It's a convention. For video creators, all the YouTubers and TikTokers were there. Mm. My life changed. Like I felt, I found another passion besides basketball. And it was this video creating. I, I remember um, I was in a photography, so I had a camera. I brought my camera and uh, yeah. my friend would do YouTube videos and I would, she would tell me to, uh, if I wanted to be in them. And I loved it. It was fun. You know, I had fun doing it. <laughs> and um, I remember going to this convention and I was like, wow. This is what I want to do with my life. I kind of basically took matters into my own hand. And yeah, I was, I was, I was drawing closer to God, but I, I was choosing to do what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And, and that at the same age, uh, 18 years old, I graduated in May, turned 18 in January. And around April, March, um, I was at a church service and God told me to make an outreach event. You know, I'm like, it was just one of those things, you know, when you hear the small whisper of God, that was like one of the first times I ever really heard that. And I didn't really understand it. It was, it, I just knew, I don't know. Like it was just naturally I knew. And um, yeah, so I, I, I remember talking to my pastor and I was like, Hey, I want to do an outreach event. Uh, yeah, I did this outreach event and I was able to get uh, restaurants, people from the church that donated money, food, clothes, hygiene products. I did this whole event with the help of 
two um, amazing women of God that helped me out, helped me put it all together. We did this in Tampa at a local park, and we helped over 100 people that day, um, over 100 um, homeless people. And it was just like, wow, you know, that was the first, I was like, wow, like, I was like, I want to make a change in the world. I want to help people through outreach events. I want to help the poor. That's what I wanted to do. And um, so I was just going through, uh, it was funny because this is this is crazy though, how God just kind of puts things together. I'm in Orlando and I don't know that many people. So I just, I started clubbing and partying and just, you know, doing that stuff. Um, one of my, uh, I, I like some of my roommates, they were like club, uh, they threw events. So I got into the whole scene and that, and that, and, um, and at this point I still, I still didn't know that it was bad. And I realized it left me broken, more broken inside. And I started getting convicted because uh, around this time I was, I was still searching for my purpose and my plan. And I'm just, at the same time, I'm also doing the video stuff. I, I so I basically, I was just doing stupid videos, uh, trying to make myself famous. I was trying to be famous. That's what I was chasing. Um, I wanted clout. I wanted money. I wanted to be able to make millions of dollars through YouTube. I wanted to be a YouTuber. Mm. And because that's what this, like when I got introduced to it, that's what I only knew of. And um, just those type the videos they were doing, the popular trends and all that stuff. I got to meet a lot of just pretty cool people like, like Addison Rae. Um, so many people that you would see on the For You page because they were at that convention center. And I was able to make connections and stuff like that. And I started doing YouTube. I was doing these things called public interviews where I would just go to people uh, in public, just do random stuff. Stupid. It was so stupid. <laughs> it was terrible. I, I, I tried. It was like I was obsessed with clout. <laughs> I was like, I want to be famous. I want to be famous. I wanted to do good stuff through it, but my motive was in the wrong place. And I quit. I, I was doing YouTube and it was, it's, it was pretty hard. Um, but I was just going and I quit. I quit doing it. I was like, because it left me chasing fame. It left me more broken. It left me, it left me more broken. Even if you gain followers, it leaves, you, you know, it's kind of funny. The higher you go, the more empty it is. Ooh. That's when I was going to the church. I, I stopped doing the video stuff and um, I was just seeking God. And um, I started serving in the church. And that's when things started to, uh, God started to answer um, prayers. It took about two to three years of constantly praying until I finally got an answer. I, I'm, a, I'm a teenager. I'm impatient. That's, that was a lot. That was a lot for me. I remember during a church service, out of nowhere, I just felt the word pastor. I kept hearing the word. I don't know where it came from. Um, and I just kept hearing the word and I felt like God was calling me to be a pastor. I was disqualified. I was like, God, how can you use me if I've, I've been living for the world? I've sinned against you. When I was having like those deep thoughts as a young age, it's like, I didn't want to do anything else. You know, I wanted to do the basketball stuff. I got into the video stuff. That's what I wanted to do. You know, at, before it was kind of like, yeah, I was kind of, I was being immature and I was being kind of stupid. It's just, I wasn't satisfied with any of the jobs that offered me. I didn't want to do that with my life. I don't want to be a doctor. I don't want to be a lawyer. Uh, I'm not saying those things aren't good. I, I love, you know, it's like, I love what they do. Um, it just, that's just not what I wanted to do with my life. And, um, and you know, that's where 
that point, you know, I'm just like, okay, well, God, if it's a pastor, then let it be. I'm following your plan. I don't have a plan B. People, I, I got teased a lot. People, you know, especially the enemy. I was listening to the enemy's uh, voice. I was. You know, I felt worthless. I felt like there wasn't a plan. I doubted God because I was, you know, it was years of searching and asking and just, you know, reaching out to God for an answer. And, um, and you know, it was like, if I worried a lot, you know, what am I going to wear? What am I going to, how am I going to be able to afford a house? How am I going to be able to um, um, afford stuff for my kids? I want to, you know, I was like, God, I want to do good stuff in this world but I'm following your plan and I don't know how I'm going to be provided, how I'm going to provide for myself. And then it was funny because the well, he, the next thing that he said was, what does the Bible say about worrying? And then that's where I got convicted and I was like, wow, you know, I, I, I'm, I say I love God. I'm, I'm, I'm choosing God's plan for my life but I don't know his word. And I realized how much of an impact that had on me. Like, cause in his word, that's where uh, life uh, decisions, things that I needed, comfort, encouragement came from his word. God told me to start the video stuff again. And I was like, um, you sure? Cause the last thing, actually the last thing I said was God, I quit doing this stuff and I'm done. You're the one that has to do it. I quit because <laughs> I was just like, it wasn't working out and I was frustrated and I was done. I was done. Mm. So then I was like, I downloaded TikTok um, and I was like, okay. And then that goes back to where I was just doing for a little bit, just stupid stuff, stupid videos. <laughs> and, um, but then I felt convicted and I actually, I was open to the whole Christian TikTok and my mind was blown away because I was like, where was this my whole life? <laughs> and, um, and, you know, I started seeing, seeing other people my age talking about God. And I wasn't used to that because none of my friends talked about God, really. I was the only one that was pretty passionate about God. and um, and that's, that's where it was, wow, it opened up a whole new world. And I started doing Christian TikToks. Literally in the span of a couple weeks, I grew 100,000 followers. I blew up in a day. It was insane. Literally one night, I think I got 40,000. And then by the, ne by like the end of the week, I was at 100K. And I, I just I give thanks to God for opening up the door. And that was just, that's when I think, I don't know what God had planned what he was doing, but it was just insane going to today, how how much in one year the the Bible has been preached through social media. And yeah. it was just powerful what we were able what God was able to do through us through social media, like TikTok. Out of any like every other app, TikTok, like it was just it was just insane. And you know, um 
we're just it's a bunch of us and and until this now bro it's it's so saturated it's packed with christian content hey family we are out of time but we are not out of content join us on the next episode of the world changers podcast as we talk further with angel queso on what it's like being the salt the light and the influence of the kingdom of god through social media see you next time